everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Reclamation Transformation Podcast that is sponsored by Scroggins Law Group. I am here today with one of my favorite former clients, Mike Boylson. Mike, how are you doing? Doing well. Nice to see you, Mark. Thank you. Good to see you. Uh, Mike, it uh, was a pleasure to to represent. We hit it off, I think, really well. But right. one of the things that I wanted to to talk about was kind of how that came to being. And it's it's interesting how people are put into our lives for a reason or a season and that kind of divine inspiration that puts people together. So right. also I want to mention that Mike uh, just has, it, it's amazing the way you have blossomed after, yeah. you know, going through an incredibly dark period yeah. in, in life. Yeah. So... Well, I, I remember I was served on a Friday. <clears throat> it was a Friday evening, actually. And I had 10 days to find an attorney, and I didn't know who to turn to. I had no idea. And I was praying for help. Uh, and it was on a Sunday, I remember. And <laughs> I met a guy by the name of Jim, who was at my home. And Jim's wife, Mira, works for you. And I had told Jim, I was really distraught, told him my story. He says, well... Mira works for Mark Scroggins. You should give her a call. So we texted Mira. Mira called me. She talked to me for at least two hours on a Sunday. And that was the answer to my prayers. And uh, I'm so thankful that I was able to have you represent me. I can't imagine anybody else doing that. Well, Mike, thank you very much. But that, you know, those... Um those leaps of faith are so right. important. I know for me, I mean, it's it's really the reason that I created Scroggins Law Group was so that we could really create that concierge representation for someone where you can walk in and go, here are the problems now, right. shepherd me through the process and tell exactly. me which way is up, what exactly. do I do? Because exactly. I mean, by the way society looks at things, you know, looking from the outside in, you know, beautiful family. Everything looked great. You'd been a success in every manner uh, of, of measurement out there. But when you get hit with something like this, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's something that you're not prepared for. Um, it's something that you don't know how to handle. And I think that uncertainty was what bothered me the most. I didn't really understand the process. And I remember you and I talking about the fact that it was going to be a long process, but you'd help me through each step of the way. And you did that. And I learned to put my full trust in you and uh, you never led me astray. And I was very thankful that you were careful about our money as well. You didn't allow me to waste money responding to certain letters that might've come from the other attorney when I might've wanted to fire something back or respond to something. And you said, no, we don't need to do that. It's going to take care of itself. You know, and you were very, very careful with uh, my money, and I really appreciated that because you obviously knew where it was going and you knew the process, and so I, I had faith in you, and, and you didn't let me down. Well, thanks, Mike. I mean, that is, you know, having been through it myself, yeah. it's hard. I think you right. and I are very, are very similar in right. that, you know, we get this fight or flight, and right. we're not used to being attacked right. about something, especially when it feels very unjustified. Right. And so I struggle with this personally of, yeah. you know, it does not come naturally for me to keep my big mouth shut. Well, <laughs> uh, but sometimes that's the best thing we can do. But the thing that got me through, and I'm certainly not comparing myself to Christ, but 
he was also unfairly judged and unfairly, you know, ridiculed and never spoke a word on his own self-defense. And he suffered through all of that for us. And when I think about that, um, it makes this, my problem seem a lot less. And I also saw so many people that had so much less than I did. And when you're going through that, you think your whole world's ending. And in a sense, it kind of is, but there's always something new on the other side. And I think that faith in God is what got me through that. Well, let's talk about that a little bit, because as you noticed, I mean, I've called this the the Reclamation Transformation Podcast. And that's something that's really important to me because, you know, despite what it looks like from the outside, okay, you know, however society may judge us as, you know, having it all or having this or having that, what's important is being able to, how we can look in the mirror and be happy with who we are. And we all go through dark times. And so I know how much you relied on your faith and specifically Catholicism uh, for you in getting through what was one of the darkest places in in your time, uh, in your life. And I know that I've had to go through, you know, things as well, where that's what I have relied on, not Catholicism, but my personal relationship with God. And so I want to talk about that a little bit, because I think that's something that, you know, now it is, uh, I think there are a lot of folks out there that ridicule you for, you know, being spiritual or believing in God. If you're not, uh, you know, uh, an atheist, you should at least be an agnostic or else you're some sort of an idiot. And I, I don't agree with that at all. I think that that is the source of strength that propels me in the direction that I feel pulled. So, and I think that you're very similar in that it, regard. I, I really believe so. And I, I believe that our Lord sends trials to people um, in order to test their love for him. And, uh, you know, what father doesn't admonish a son that needs correction? Right. And I think, uh, you know, maybe I needed some humility. Maybe I needed that. Maybe I needed to go through that. Um, and a lot of times you don't see that until after the fact and you look back on it. It doesn't make any sense when you're going through it. And then when you get back, you say, oh, okay, now I understand God's plan. Right. And uh, I was telling you the story of a young man I was helping in prison. And uh, he had been confined to solitary confinement because he was a risk to himself. He was in a rubber room for six weeks, naked, with just a hole in the ground. And all of it was one sign on the wall. And the sign said, you don't know that God's all you need until God's all you have. And I think that sometimes what God does is he takes all the distractions of the world away, the money, the fame, all of the things you built up to humble you so he can rebuild you into what he created you to be in the first place. Well, and I think you're a you're a wonderful example of that because uh, we were just talking about this beforehand. Yeah. That if we would have had a conversation, you know, right. two years ago, uh, and said where you're going to be now after coming yeah. out on the other side, you wouldn't have you wouldn't well, have thought this would ever happen. As as you know, our about a year after our divorce was final, my oldest son was killed in a car accident right, right on top of that. Yeah, and so I went through a couple of years. There were days, Mark, I couldn't even get out of bed. Yeah. There were days where I was suicidal. There was days where, like, I couldn't even see the end of this. I was so confused and dazed. And when you get to that point, you God is all you have left. And right. when you turn to God and you finally say, look, I need to put my faith in you, 
then things started to get better yeah on his timeline not mine yeah it's amazing how that works right yeah i had gone to a psychiatrist and he said that i was exhibiting every everything that he sees in ptsd patients was the same thing between the divorce and the death of my son that happened within there was about a two to two year period where it was really really um really dark yeah. you know i'd break down once a day call my mother at three o'clock in the morning ready to pull my hair out you know so yeah i mean it got really rough for a while but the good news is things do get better yeah well and that is my experience too i don't know if we i don't remember if we talked about it or not but you know i've been in recovery for a number of years and uh so i have uh I have that experience too. Yeah. And it wasn't until, you know, uh, I kind of had a, a foxhole prayer yeah. of, uh, you know, okay, I don't care what happens, but you, you lead and I will follow. Right. And it doesn't mean that I'm always great at following, right. you know, it's not, it's not right. incredibly linear. A right. lot of the exactly. time it's like that exactly. sometimes. Exactly. Uh, but when I can get out of the way and do what, I think I am kind of led by uh, the feeling I get in my gut, and when I can lead, uh, when I can follow that, it's amazing how life goes. You know, when I get to be of service to people and the joy that comes from that. So it is, it is so incredibly rewarding for me to hear somebody that I have represented professionally and then gotten to know on right, a personal right. basis. And I've seen the experience that you had there, but then even better. I see what I told you that, hey, just wait, right. just wait. It's all going to get better. And you came in today and you had the big old Cheshire cat grin on your face, you know, and good. you look good, man. And looks like life is being good to you. And that's, you know, things are definitely looking up. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because you, you had been a chief marketing officer for right. some big companies right. in the past and uh, you're back. You're back to doing that. Yeah, I'd been out of the game for 10 years and uh, <clears throat> went back to work about a year and a half ago with a good friend of mine who called me out of retirement. So I'm now chief marketing officer for Old Glory Bank. We're a new bank startup. Um, we'll be launching our website uh, in late April this spring. We're in the process of testing it right now. Uh, and so it's a very exciting new career. Man, I can tell you that uh, I am so excited for you. I mean, you deserve it with everything that you went through. And the thing that was so remarkable to me, I mean, you know, every time that the biggest challenge for me when I'm going through a really hard yeah. time is not to be a complete jackass right. to everybody around me. And sometimes I succeed. Uh, and sometimes I, I don't. And there's someone who saw me come out mm -hmm. of one of those a couple of months ago where, you know, I wasn't terribly pleasant to be around, but I got to make amends to folks for uh, what I, the manner in which I had treated folks and got to tell them that I was wrong. Uh, but then coming out on the the other side was, was you know, mm -hmm. totally different. I've been guilty of that too. Yeah. I've been guilty of that too. So it's a, uh, it's just a whole different thing. So I was so proud to see yeah. and to hear <clears throat> you know, what all, uh, how life is treating you and to see the way you are now, but the way you really went through that hard time of divorce right. with a level of grace that I don't see a lot of people go through. 
um, you know, we had we had heated conversations and how it seemed like, you know, you were being persecuted for stuff that was complete bullshit, you know, and uh, and the, still the way you you held your head up and walked through that, uh, knowing that, OK, it's all going to work out in the end, yeah. you know, and it did. Right. And I think our family's starting to heal, too. We have five Thank grandchildren. Yeah. Um, last night, my ex-wife and I were together with our grandkids and um, at Shogun, which we had always done for my son, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can actually be civil to each other. And uh, so the family's starting to heal, which I'm glad to see. I certainly have no hatred for her. I have no hard feelings over that. You mm-hmm. know, I don't. Um I just want to move on and have the family heal. And I wish it could go back to the way it was, but it's not going to. And uh, But I am enjoying my freedom. And I, I still love my ex-wife. We just can't live together. Yeah. You know, that's all. I don't, but I have no hatred for her whatsoever. Oh, that's, that's good. It's funny because uh, I got divorced uh, from my first wife when my daughter was five. And my yeah. daughter is now 25. Right. And... Uh, you know, it's amazing after you get through, uh, for us anyway, yeah. after you got through that, that first year and a half, of you know, trying to heal a lot of the great hurt, uh, you know, we had our ups and downs, but we, we definitely got along. I mean, so right. my daughter was a big volleyball player right. and, uh, you know, and played club volleyball. And so we still sat together in the stands yeah. and, uh, there were a lot of people that had no idea that we had actually been divorced for right. a period of time. Right. So it's amazing. Those little miracles that, uh, that happen yeah. when everything starts to heal. Well, it's still a little frosty. I mean, it's not like everything's this, you know. Of course. I think I've seen her twice since Christmas, but, you know, at least we're, we're not avoiding each other, so I'm going to count that as a win. Hey, that, you know, you got to take what you can get. <laughs> so uh, so you used to be involved in uh, DBAT, right. which a lot, of, a lot of people who have right. kids in yeah. uh, – Baseball players owned coming D- up. Yep, I own D-Bat and Allen. Our fame, claim to fame is Kyler Murray, who worked out there for baseball since, known him since he was a sophomore in high school and his family. So I really enjoyed that for 11 years. I actually just sold it. We closed on the business uh, about two weeks ago now. So I finally sold the business and um, time to move on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this is a fantastic yeah. new challenge and right. a new chapter of life that is uh right. opened before you and right. uh is exciting to watch it play out heading down to san antonio this weekend to see my three grandchildren wow. down there and so um i'm really enjoying the grandchildren now so well you deserve and it and luckily all of our kids were older so we didn't have, we had been married 42 years the kids were up and grown you know so 42 years is still a pretty good run right absolutely you know? it is That's not a bad run absolutely it is Well, Mike, I want to thank you for being here today and joining me in these early sessions of the Reclamation Transformation. And remember, change starts with you, so leave your mark.